Bam Ryan action here on the Triple H Wrestling Podcast, episode 243. Uh, we're bursting our way through that two hundo. Myself, uh, Cameron Osborne, and also Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Indeed, Mike. <laughs> We uh, we we've been we've been on uh, a stressful road, of course. I think we from going overseas to an immediate pay per view afterwards, uh, with a the, the the it feels like we've been on this real hot streak as of late. And this past week was no different, with two pay per views, another one in the in the foreground. Just this coming weekend, uh, all all of the you know all all the kind of things that we cover here on the show in full display. In the past couple of weeks, it's uh, it's real, it's really <coughs> special time when these these things come around every like three. It feels like three times a year this happens. Yeah, we get these real busy stretches, yep. and then sometimes we'll go like a month or two with nothing, and then yeah, it's and, the way she goes. And this uh, this stretch was this show is no different here on this stretch because we had two pay per views this weekend uh, that we. Uh, what, what, what was the first one we watched? Of course, it was NXT No Mercy. No Mercy pre-show. There was one match. Blair Davenport defeated Kalani Jordan in a cool little match. But Way to go, Blair. Let's get right into the main show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this, uh, so the pay-per-view No Mercy, this ended up having one of the best introductions that I've ever seen. As they recreated the Nintendo 64 No Mercy video game, the introduction, they had all the the roster done as the old polygonal 3D N64 graphics and just a perfect tribute Pol- to the greatest wrestling game of all time. Polygonal, that's not a day. word you hear. Polygonal? Polygonal? Polygonal. Polygonal? That's what I've heard. <laughs> It was a real big buzzword during the N64 PS1. Oh, is that so? Okay. Oh, buzz- <laughs> real <Yeah>. buzzword. <laughs> you know, because they use polygons. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was talking Polygon. about it. Surely, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're saying this is one of the best that you've ever seen ever. Yeah. One of the best. Just the amount of detail, the time and effort they put into it. They know it's many people's favorite wrestling games of all time. The so accuracy. tribute. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> So let's jump right into the action. We got Braun Breaker fighting against Baron Corbin. They both had special little intros. Breaker was wearing this wolf head outfit thing. Yeah, because wolves go wolves go bark. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Baron Corbin comes out riding a motorcycle. Like he's the uh the American badass undertaker. Just yeah, and the ramp was way the too small. Uh, so you, you, you couldn't get any speed, so he's kind of kicking it with his legs. <laughs> uh, I mean, he was still riding he was it. Tr- we'll yeah, he another. was trying. He was trying. It was a great idea. But he was still, yes, he was still yeah. riding the motorcycle. You're right. There's a worse intro that happens later where we'll see. Good point. But anyways, yeah, they're brawling. They fight into the crowd, back into the ring, just beating the shit out of each other. Uh, the crowd actually chanted, let's go Corbin at one point. I think that... Well, they wanted him. That may be a first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never heard that. But uh, anyways, Braun, he hits the Frankensteiner and then his finisher, the press power slam. But Corbin's able to kick out of that. Uh, and then outside the ring, Breaker runs at Corbin. Corbin spinebusters Braun. They break through the announce table. But then Braun sits up like he's the Undertaker, 
spears Corbin on the floor, gets back in the ring, and that's when Robert Stone jumps in, uh, attacks Breaker, but he catches him, tosses him to the floor, but uh, this distraction allows uh, Corbin to just catch him with the end of days, gets the three count. So Baron Corbin with a bit of a shocking win here. I think I saw somewhere ending a, uh, a, a, a like a seven pay per view lose streak. <laughs> I can believe that. Like a, like uh, and yeah, it, it was bad. It was bad there for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, this was definitely surprising results. Uh, Braun Breaker call up coming sooner. Brumper is that well yeah I mean Baron Corbin's are he's the gatekeeper of the main roster so it only makes sense that you know he goes down to keep the gate for those coming up he did you you wrestled with Baron Corbin now you get to move on (coughs) now that Dolph Ziggler's gone guy going up with now that Ziggler's gone we need a new guy (laughs) to stay with the company we need a new Ziggler and I think Baron Corbin's (laughs) our new Ziggler yeah, he's kind of had that role for a while, but I would think that the guy going up would get the win. Just kind of weird that uh, you know the old guys getting put over the young. Yeah, no, well you're hot. yeah, you're right, but, but you know, it's hard to say. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. That's what happened. So uh, let's move on. Next match: Dominic Mysterio defends that North American title against Trick Williams. We got Dragon Lee as a special guest referee. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, lots of support for Trick. Lots of whoop that Trick. That's his new chant that's caught on. Yeah, real uh, simple. I don't know when, when it kind of caught on, but maybe just hearing it in the large crowd really made the difference. Yeah, and they just do it to this, the beat of his music when he comes out. So it's fun. Ooh, and of course, ahead. mega heat for Dominic everywhere he goes. Yeah, can't help it. He was still still rocking a black eye that he got from the week before, but. Uh, yeah, good match, Dominic. He's become such a, you know, he's he's still a young guy himself, but he was pretty much like the ring general in this match. Uh, I got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he he has WrestleMania experience. That's true. Twice over, I think. <clears throat> yeah, won the tag titles mm-hmm. as, with his dad, and then fought him the next year oh, or whatever it was. Quite an arc. Uh, Dominic goes for a super kick. Trick ducks. Uh, Dragon Lee gets hit, so he's knocked out. Uh, so Trick hits a neckbreaker, makes the cover. Second referee comes running out. Uh, and then later, Dominic goes to hit the ropes, but ends up charging through the replacement ref, so now he's out. Dom grabs the North American title to use as a weapon, takes a swing, but Trick ducks, hits the big rising knee, which smashes the title into Dom's face. Trick makes the cover just as Dragon Lee gets back in the ring and counts the one, two, three. New North American champion, Tri- Trick Williams. And he called, and, Dra- and uh, Dragon Lee called it fairly. There was no, uh, yeah, you know, they, this was a pr- this was a pretty fair match. You know, he he wasn't calling DQs or you know, and not, nothing that could be DQ'd. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't back in the ring in time to see that title belt. Yeah, but he wasn't uh, back in the ring in time. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to blame the man. Call for, what you can't see. I'm not going to blame the man for being knocked unconscious. He took a super. He took a <laughs> Dominic Mysterio super kick. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not blaming him. <laughs> We're not uh, blaming you, Dragon. So, anyways, Trick Williams, though the man wasn't even supposed to be in this match a week ago, and well, it was supposed Mustafa to be Mustafa Ali, Ali, as we can remember, before being released. Yeah. So, 
that happened. I've heard that Ali was actually going to win the title here. So tough luck for him. But a good break for Trick. Either way, uh, yeah, Dominic's reign is over. But for how long? We'll find out. We'll see. Dun, 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 (laughs) dun. Next match, we got the tag titles on the line. Fatal 4-Way. Tony D'Angelo, Stax, taking on Creed Brothers, taking on the torn flesh tattooed Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo. Which, by all accounts, is real. Yeah. And they've played into it now. Their gear, their graphics, it's all just got these scratch marks on it. Yeah, these claws. And the fourth team, who could forget? Out the mud. I did. I can't. Uh, I I didn't forget. (laughs) Well, yeah, let's talk about their entrance. Uh, Didn't work quite as well as Baron Corbin. They came out with these low rider bicycles. Which, like. They're so low, they can't even pedal these. Yeah, their legs are too long and they are so low that, like, I don't think that, like, either their knees would be in their chin or maybe, like, the mechanism of the bike didn't pedal <laughs> or just you know you, you know you need some momentum to ride those you can't just go down it it was so yeah speed. exactly oh the slow bike race <laughs> yeah they just kind of waddled their feet on the floor like a little kid yeah uh, too bad so look kind of silly yeah two poor anyways uh, entrances but oh well yeah but match itself was fine lots of fast-paced tag action creeds always looking good with their athleticism mm-hmm uh, <clears throat> at one point, Tony picks up both Carrillo and Garza, but then his knee gives out. He goes down the same knee he injured earlier in this year for real. So we'll see if this is a spot or not. But either way, he's out of the match. Officials take him to the back. Uh, <clears throat> and then Julius Creed goes on this wicked roll where he just hit every single person in the ring with a Northern Light suplex. Then he'd keep up, hit another one, keep up, hit up, kept... He's kept going. Crowd was loving it. Crowd I was, was loving, loving this. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but then Tony D does come back, limping down to the ring with a knee brace on. So thankfully, just a work here. And mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> then we got a four corner, a quadruple superplex, eight men's bodies just all slamming down all at once. The impact so big, the ref just kind of falls down with them. Um <laughs> the shockwave. The, the shockwave let the whole thing, uh, you know, <clears throat> rumble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then OTM, they hit their finishing move, which looks just like the Viking experience. But Tony D'Angelo is able to kick out of that. Brutus jumps off the ropes. The big Brutus ball to the floor. Always love that move. And then to finish it off back in the ring, the family hit the bada boom, bada bing get the win retain their tag titles that cannonball move it has to be so like someone's not going to catch him one of these days and he's just yeah (laughs) you know like where's the point where he knows i want i wonder you know he knows the point where he's like i have to bail (laughs) and like and like (laughs) and and extend or something or else like i'm just gonna go butt first onto the the canvas I don't know, but it's, uh, you know, it's one of a kind. Never seen anyone else do that move. <laughs> oh, is that so? You think someone would have, uh, you think someone I mean, would have. that exact move? I'm not saying someone hasn't, but, uh, 
You know, it's unique. Yeah, oh, it's, it certainly too. is. Yeah, we certainly haven't seen the last, uh, what, four or five years. Yeah. <clears throat> Next match, we got Noam Dar defending that Heritage Cup against Butch. So, uh, yeah, we got these three-minute rounds. Six yeah, we don't, need to, we don't need to explain balls. the rules. <laughs> I'm not giving every rule, but those are the two main ones you need to know. Good point. But anyways, uh, first round ends. Dar hits a big cheap shot, stiff elbow to Butch's head. And then in the second round, the metaphor, they distract the ref. Oro Mensa kicks Butch, which allows Dar to hit the Inseguri, get the pinfall. So Dar's up one nothing. Uh, the, the next round, Butch fights back, hits the bitter end, gets the three. So we're tied 1-1. Going into round four. Butch just starts working over the fingers, snapping, stomping, all that good stuff. Uh, Dar was pulling out these Judas Effect style elbows with a with a of, with a great slap sound too. He's got a good slap yeah. on him. He's got it down. I'll give him credit for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a big brain buster on the apron, and uh, we finally head into round six. Once again, Oro Mensa kicks Butch behind the ref's back. So Tyler Bate attacks him, takes him out. Back of the ring, Butch hits the Tyler Driver 97, but Dar kicks out. Butch hits the bitter end, but Dar kicks out again. Couldn't believe that one. And then that's when Gallus show up at ringside. They beat up Bate, which distracts Butch as he dives onto them, onto the floor. And uh, yeah, so it's just chaos at ringside. Joe Coffey jumps in, hits Butch with the best for the bells. Noam Dar makes the cover just as the ref turns around. Counts the three, so Dar wins two to one to retain his heritage. So, how long has he had this thing for? If it, 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 if it's a thing that I know, it's not a thing that can change hands necessarily. Um, but has he had this? I mean, he he it, lost it and then he got it back. Oh yeah, the, oh he lost it. I'm see you now. Remember we had that fake cup for like a week, which was even worse. I don't. I don't know. I don't think the whole so. the whole thing. I don't. Uh, yeah, still not invested in this heritage. Cup. Yeah, like if it was a like it almost feels like they it's halfway between like a King of the Ring, and like a Dynamite Diamond Ring. You know where it's like. Yeah. I won this thing, but I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of always keep it around, and maybe you can fight me for it. <coughs> maybe. Yeah, like a cup. You know, cup should be like a once a year thing. You, you would know? think, yeah, like the it's like the like belts. the Owen Hart uh, tournament. Yeah, the Dusty Cup, the Owen, all that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. Not my not, not my choice. Second bottom. Just do what you want to do. <laughs> Let's move on, though. Our first of two main events. We got Carmelo Hayes defending. <laughs> That NXT title against Ilya Dragunov, and uh, just what a match! Just uh, that's all. Yeah, that's all. You, that's expected. all you have to say right there. Yeah, I mean, just super hard hitting, beating the shit out of each other. The chops, the kicks, the headbutts. Everyone's just mm-hmm. yeah, red and raw. Yeah, <clears throat> slapping uh, all slaps, all the slaps. Yeah, some big. German suplexes. Uh, Carmelo hit like this tilt-a-whirl DDT that just spikes Dragunov's head into the mat. And we were watching. We both kind of gasped at that one. I was a gasper. (laughs) Uh, Then, yeah, 
Carmelo just stomping away on the heads. Brian Danielson would be proud of these stomps. These were stiff. <laughs> Danielson's <coughs> watching in the back. Watch, we'll watch him somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Uh, Dragunov, though, hits a big Death Valley driver in the corner. Then he does the coast-to-coast drop kick. Uh, at some point, Dragunov gets his head cut open. No big deal. He's fighting through it. Yep, yep. There's some uh, good spars, spots of like blood pulsating also, which is kind of cool. Yeah. He's got a very veiny forehead. Very veiny forehead. He's, like he's an intense like, dude. like Mr. Goddard. <laughs> uh, so Dragunov hits an H-bomb, but Carmelo kicks out. So Dragunov climbs up to the second rope for an even bigger H-bomb, but Carmelo kicks out again. So Dragunov goes for the Torpedo Moscow. But uh, Carmelo counters, big super kick. So the crowd's just going wild, chanting NXT. Uh, back in the ring, Carmelo goes for nothing but net. But Dragunov counters with a clothesline. Climbs up to the top rope for a super Oppenheimer-sized H-bomb. And the third time's a charm. He makes the cover, gets the three-count new NXT champion, Ilya Dragunov. And what a match, like you said right there. No other way to explain. When Ilya Dragunov is in the ring, it's a fucking event. Like he's he is one of these performers. He's he, and you know, not many people are that. That every single time they're there, something amazing is going to happen. That's a rare rare. I I can't even think <coughs> of any off the top of my head. I mean, yeah, he's he's got to be one of the top Top ten, top five wrestlers in the world, right? With how for sure. I don't know where uh, I know the fucking whatever list came out not too long ago. I'm not sure where he sat, but uh, yeah. PWI. PWI. That's what I'm thinking <coughs> of. Yeah. Either way, yeah, awesome match. Mm-hmm. Uh, well deserved title win. And Carmelo Hayes, you know, like we've been saying with all these guys, you can either stick around, you can get a call up. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I mean, you can even do part three of this match. I think that would we'd all be fine with that. Like run it back again. But, yeah. Carmelo, Dragunov, they hug. Crowd gives him a standing ovation. So, awesome match. Okay. Good. Good, good. But then the main event of No Mercy, we got Becky Lynch. Defending the NXT Women's title against Tiffany Stratton in an Extreme Rules match. So Tiffany comes out. She's got brass knuckles. <laughs> Becky's got a shopping cart full of weapons. The fucking upside uh, down brass knuckles or like the backwards <laughs> brass yeah, knuckles. She had to fix them. I think she the ref had to tell her way. like they're on the wrong way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, early on we get the kendo sticks, the trash cans, the chairs. Uh, Becky puts on a construction helmet. Ed butts Tiffany with it. She tried. Uh, she tried. Took a couple tries. Yeah. Uh, the trying uh, is what matters. Yeah. They fight their way up into the crowd, up the stairs. The fans are like, Becky, I love you. And, uh, <laughs> one of them gives a chain to Becky. Uh, she smacks Tiffany with it in the face, and Tiffany just gets cut open right near her eyeball. Yeah. It looked. Yeah. It looked like uh, that was yeah from from that strike. I don't think she would have bladed. No, don't think so. But, well, I don't know. Maybe uh, that little way. girl who was the big fan. Like, Becky, I love you. <laughs> and then the she like kind of slashes uh, Tiffany a little bit. <laughs> Becky, I love you. Either... I love you, Becky. <laughs> yeah. Touch me. First taste of blood either way for Tiffany. But Good to see. So we're getting extreme. That's the name of the match. You love to see it. Uh, so they fight their way back to the ring. 
Uh, Tiffany pulls out this toolbox, opens it up, starts smashing Becky with a wrench and then a crowbar. Then she pulls out a chain, wraps it around her hand, punches Beck. Uh, and then outside the ring, Becky grabs that shopping cart, rams it into Tiffany, slams her into the cart, and then slams the cart with Tiffany into the steel steps. So some jackass style stunts here. And, uh, Becky goes under the ring, pulls out the big sack, which I mean, most of us. We all know what means. the sack means, folks. <laughs> usually, you're, you know, we're all thinking thumbtacks, but then she pours or it Legos. out. And we get a bunch of <laughs> or Legos. <laughs> This was kind of in between. We got a bunch of broken Barbie dolls. Yeah. Uh, so I think the crowd was a little, there was a small boo. I think they wanted thumbtacks, but. Uh, yeah, and that's the thing. You can't you know. brandish the bag as being this like, ooh, at least broken glass. Like, because <laughs> then, then it could be like the, like the fake, like the Hollywood glass, you know? Yeah. No one would know. No one better. would know. Uh, but. I mean the Barbies makes sense. Yeah, with, with her with her character. gimmick, yeah. Yeah, so anyways, Becky slams her onto the jagged Barbies and starts just whipping them, whipping pieces of dolls at Tiffany, so she grabs a trash can lid to use as a shield and uh <clears throat> yeah, so just more weapons. Tiffany hits a spine buster onto a trash can, crunching that up, and we get a pile of chairs in the corner. Uh and then, uh, yeah, Becky gets power bombed under the steel steps. And then she crawls under the ring, gets a fire extinguisher, sprays Tiffany, and then Becky pulls out a barbed wire bat. Cactus Bex, they called her. <laughs> Who's the, I gotta know who they is. Uh, Wade Barrett and the other guy. Oh, okay. Or no, Booker T and the other. Oh, guy. definitely okay. not Booker T. Oh, I it's it. the other guy. It. Yeah, the other guy. Can't remember. Anyway, so she's got the barbed wire bat. She nails Tiffany with it. Uh, but then Tiffany hits a beautiful handspring backflip elbow to Becky through the barricade. And then Tiffany gets Becky seated in a chair, does a flipping senton off the announce table onto Beck, and they break through the other side of the barricade. I don't know if we've ever seen both sides break. That's a good <clears> point. <throat> I mean, you know, yeah, it's not the classic at the timekeeper area spot. It's nice to know. Yeah. It's nice to know that any part of the surrounding, uh, you know, the the barricade around can break at, at, at any time. It would yeah. be great if it was just some uh, something right in the middle that we would never think of behind the commentary <laughs> team or something. Yeah. <laughs> then Tiffany gets Becky set up on a table on the floor. Tiffany climbs to the top rope, hits her beautiful swanton bomb onto Becky on the table. Which cracks and bends, but does not break. But does not matter. The spot was so awesome. Which is too <clears> bad. Yeah, I wonder uh, what what you know. We, we just kind of overshot it. I think a little bit. Uh, maybe. But uh, yeah. Either way, she throws Becky back in the ring, hits another Swanton bomb, but Becky kicks out. Crowd's chanting, "This is awesome!" Tiffany goes for the moonsault, uh, but Becky avoids and then hits a manhandle slam. On the floor, throws Tiffany back in the ring, makes the cover, but Tiffany kicks out. Uh, and then we still got that pile of chairs in the corner. 
So Tiffany slams Becky onto the chairs and then goes for the prettiest moonsault ever, but Becky avoids, so Tiffany lands hard on the chairs. And then Beck hits a manhandle slam onto the chairs, makes the cover, gets the three count. So Becky wins, retains her NXT women's title. In an extremely hard-fought victory, Mike, we came into the uh, the event asking ourselves how Tiffany Stratton would perform under the lights of the of the stipulation, and she 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 met she met the call, and then some. I gotta say. Oh, absolutely! Looking fantastic in defeat, her first pay-per-view main event, going toe to toe with one of the best women wrestlers of all time. So. Uh, I mean, I've been saying it for months now. Tiffany Stratton, a future. I mean, she already is a main eventer, but a future WrestleMania main event. Wow. You know what, Mike? After uh, after this performance was the first time that I said, you know, I I, I might start to share those uh, those sentiments that you have. <laughs> that is that's exactly yeah. correct. Yes, a uh, a main roster champion. Hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. She's only been in the business for two years wrestled like 50 matches total or something crazy like that wow yeah the nxt the the wwe model of just find athletes and show them how to wrestle instead of find wrestlers and hope they're good (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like you know you could teach someone how to work a match but you can't teach them to do a perfect moonsault like that. that's exactly what it is gymnastics you know so i get it there's pros to both but uh Either way, great main event. Another standing ovation from the crowd. Uh, what's next for Tiffany? Another match with Becky or main roster? We've said that like three times. Yeah, but but imagine if yeah the call ups <laughs> in all three of these instances were actually like losing uh, two people. I guess maybe not in Carmelo, but in two of the cases, <laughs> losing to main roster talent. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like it does, yeah. It yeah. does feel like a nice send off, and like you're right. These are three performers. That what else could they fucking do uh, with pe- with I think like other people who are on their level now. Like if you if yeah. you're not a champion, you're not on Braun Breaker's level. If you're not a champion, you're not on Carmelo Hayes's level. If you're not the top of the company, who who's 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 on Tiffany Stratton's level? I mean, no one in the that division. That's exactly right. You know, like let's move up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a no, Dana I'm, Brooks I'm gone. There's a spot available. <laughs> Absolutely. So <laughs> we'll see. See what the future holds. Yeah. Uh, either way, good pay per view. A lot of fun matches. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of fun. Great job, NXT. Succinct. Nice. And uh, the crowd, yeah, crowd getting ever bigger, Mike. I'm not going to be surprised if we get an NXT Toronto show. I'm just calling it. I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure they will. Toronto's always a hot market. Toronto's a hot that, uh... market. We sell out. F- I'm not I'm not saying it has to be at Scotiabank. Throw it at uh, Rico. Throw it at Coca-Cola Coliseum. They could sell that place out, no problem. Yeah, I mean, I could still see them doing Scotiabank. Cause or do Scotia. Do, still... do Skydome. <laughs> NXT Roadblock NXT. Skydome with that five Iron Man <laughs> match, Iron Tournament match. I mean, my dream is still the Rumble at the Skydome. That's my dream. No, well, I mean that's everyone's dream, Mike. But we can't. <laughs> Some people want WrestleMania. Yes, obviously my dream know. is uh, Rumble at Skydome, and then we call into Q107 and we win tickets, and we have shirts tickets beside Green Shirt Guy. Obviously, that's my dream. <laughs> but 
Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and we get to take the chair yeah. home. We get to take the chair home, right? That's how it works. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're in those first couple rows. If you're in rows, those first couple rows. I know some guys after the show, they'll sell them outside the arena for like a hundred bucks. No, I'm keeping you it. You want to keep yours? I'd keep mine. Yeah, for sure. Of course, I'd hang it on the wall. Anyways, that was the entirety of No Mercy, and I uh, can't wait to see what the NXT group has next. But of course, it's the very next nice AEW Bros pay per view, a brand new pay per view, Wrestle Dream. Wrestle Dream 2023, a uh, an event uh, commemorating the uh, life and work of Anthony Iannoki, the founder of New Japan. Antonio. Antonio, sorry. That's okay. I mean, yeah, some might call him Anthony. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe got called Antony. <coughs> Antony, yeah. Antonio Inoki, uh, Wrestle Dream. I did not watch the pre-show on this one. No, you? no, no. But I do like that you can watch it on YouTube for free because sometimes yeah, you can just kind of cruise always... around. You can also buy the get the AEW paper. You can stream the pay-per-views on uh, YouTube also. Yeah, like the actual like you can pay nice. twenty. You can pay twenty bucks and watch it through YouTube. Only twenty bucks. That's not. Bad. I don't know what the actual price, but you know what I mean. It's, it's, you know, okay. Yeah, more yeah, than yeah. twenty, less than sixty. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we'll skip the pre-show. There was four matches and nothing really happened. No. Uh, so let's just get into the first ever Russell Dream pay-per-view. We got MJF defending the Ring of Honor tag titles against the Righteous uh, in a handicap match because we saw Adam Cole, you know, the ankle injury. Bust up his ankle. Believe. Yeah. Are you still on the, uh, it could be a work train or what? Uh, no, I think I'm more. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's real? Yeah. I think it's I think more it's real, real now, but hey, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but we didn't want, I know, you want it I, to because be Because I real, don't cause... want it to be real, you know? Yeah. In the midst of his best work in AEW, but. Yeah. Anyways, MJF on his own. Before the match, he cuts a promo, accuses someone of stealing his devil mask and attacking Jay White back on Dynamite. Uh, so he just wanted to put that out there, but anyways, onto the match, two on one, but MJF, he's still got his scumbag tactics, like a little handshake with the eye poke, uh, but the righteous, you know, they're not afraid to fight dirty, they distract the ref, they, this is their gimmick, it's the, you know, this is their concerto, they bring in a block of wood and a chair, so they can try to s hobble you, smash your ankles. It makes sense, like, but I buy it. Like uh, like Kathy Bates does to James Caan in Misery. Oh, it's his second week in a row. Misery reference. <laughs> it's a great movie, folks. It's October. It's October. <laughs> that's your uh, but I mean, that's what, yeah. So anyways, uh, they go to hobble MJF, but he counters by just grabbing a handful of this guy's nuts and just squeezes them for like a minute straight. Uh, that was a good nut <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> Squeezing the life out of this poor guy, but... Uh, and then MJF, he has his Hulkamania moment. He was hyping it up all match. He's going to body slam the big guy. I can't, I can't remember their names. Uh, but one's guy is a big guy. Yeah, one's, uh, <laughs> Vincent. Is that the big guy? Yeah, that's one of them. I don't know. <laughs> that is big guy in dreads. That's how I know them yeah, for now. Vincent. Until I learn it. <laughs> Either way, MJF, he slams the big guy, gets a huge pop, uh, and then he gets them in the corner. One guy's bent over. He throws the other guy's head right up his ass. And then Max, he signals to the crowd for the kangaroo kick. Everyone's loving it. He hits the kick. 
follows up with the Heat Seeker, makes the cover, and puts his feet on the ropes just for the extra leverage and gets the three count. So MJF single-handedly retains his Ring of Honor tag. Yeah, single-handedly. Um, and we're, we're going to have to get these off of him eventually, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, Cole's injury sounds like it's going to be more than just a couple months to recover <clears throat> from something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And you, I mean, this world title, you know, let's focus on the world title. Let's focus on the world title. This yeah. Is, who, who is who is the next challenger? Uh, we'll find out very soon. But uh, yeah, you know, that's this is two pay-per-views in a row without a world title match, which, mm-hmm. you know. I'd like to see that. Yeah, and MJF is one of those guys too, right? When he is, when MJF has a world title match, it's gold. Like he, it's you watch for it. Yeah, he does not miss. Next match, you got Eddie Kingston defending both of his titles: the Ring of Honor World Title and the the New Japan Strong Title. Is Mm -hmm. that the other one? Yep. Yeah, defending both those against Shibata. Uh, so just a hard-hitting, strong-style match. Lots of stiff kicks, chops, submissions. Eddie hits the Hurricane back fist, but Shibata kicks out at one. So Eddie hits a Northern Lights bomb for a two, working his way up. Finally hits a, another Hurricane back fist, followed by a power bomb, And that finishes the job. He gets the pinfall to retain his belts. Yep. And then the little handshake respect. The, 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 yeah, the sign of respect, of course. Yeah, which is uh, which is very important. Yeah. So that's that. Let's move on to the TBS title match. You got Chris Statlander defending against Julia Hart, who's been getting a great push the last little while. Really built herself up as a credible contender here. Yeah. When uh, and without the, uh, the you, you know the 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 rest of House of Black necessarily like being there. Yeah, she. I mean, she's got Brody King in her corner sometimes, but for the most part, I think I think Julia Hart. She probably has the best entrance and presentation of any woman it's, on the roster. It's incredible. Yeah, Storm. they've really honed in on exactly what this is. They're you know they're kind of fine tuning it. Every little while, yeah. and and we saw this with those black earlier when they were putting, you know, lighting patterns into the crowd while everything else was brought yeah. down. You know, it was like a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, really digging Julia Hart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she's looking good. She hits some big power moves, a nice blue thunder bomb. Brody King gets in Statlander's face, talking trash, uh, which distracts Statlander. Julia loads up, ready to hit the black mist, but Stat turns around, punches Julia in the face, which causes Julia to spit the mist out off to the side. Uh, <clears throat> and then, yeah, Statlander hits a spinning Michinoku driver, but Julia kicks out. Julia fights back, hits Statlander with the second prettiest moonsault. She's got a damn good moonsault. It might, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it might be the. Is it the prettiest? I'm calling it the second prettiest. Who's prettiest? Tiffany's Tiffany? The prettiest. Gotcha. I mean, by definition, by <laughs> prettiest moonsault ever. But yeah, either way, great moonsault. Uh, crowd loves that move. They're chanting for Julia. She makes the cover, but Statlander gets a foot on the rope. Crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Julia gets Statlander in the heartless, but Stat is able to stand up, maneuver Julia into a tombstone, 
She hits the tombstone, but hangs on, stands up, and then hits the Sunday Night Fever to get the win, retain the TBS title. Yeah, retaining. What a great match. Like you said, Julia Hart's coming into her own here. And I think yeah. could be a, uh, a a serious challenger for this championship going forward. Yeah, and only 21 years old. Wow. She is quickly proving that she, yeah, she can be an anchor of this division for years to come. Wow. Now that's that's a take. Yeah, she's got the look. She's got the presentation, the character. She's good in the ring. You know, and she's so. AEW uh, homegrown also. Yeah, so... Big things in Julia Hart's future. I yeah, think. agreed. <clears throat> uh, then we got some tag action. Uh, we got the Guns taking on the Lucha Brothers, taking on the Young Bucks, taking on Hook and Orange Cassidy. Winner gets a future tag title shot. Uh, so yeah, just a fast-paced, high-flying match. A little bit of everything. People are flipping, diving. At one point, the Guns even try to pin each other. For an easy win, but the senior official Paul Turner says, "No way, boys! <laughs> Not pulling that one." I, 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 and I, start, and I did, I did wonder if anybody else has ever tried that before, and yeah. it worked. I mean, certain matches you could pull it off, but in this one, you know, only one guy per team. Exactly, I'm sure under the right set of stipulations. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so what do we got? It's Penta. Hits his made in Japan. Orange Cassidy hits an orange punch. Hook applies the red rum. So all this craziness going on. Uh, but Matt Jackson makes the blind tag. Hook doesn't see it. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so Matt Jackson hits a big 450 splash onto everyone. And then at some point of the match, Ray Phoenix lifts, he lifts up Orange Cassidy, but then just collapses, grabs his shoulder, rolls out to the ring, leaves the match. So Penta's on his own. For the rest of the way. <clears throat> um, yeah. And then a big spot where Penta, he had Hook on his back. And then he had Orange Cassidy in the front for a fear factor. And then Nick Japs Jackson jumps off the top rope, stomps down onto them. So the big quadruple move there. Really cool. Um, and then, yeah, the Bucks just do their super kick party. BTE trigger onto Penta. And that wraps it up. The three count young bucks have earned a future tag title shot. Yeah, a future shot didn't really feel like uh, maybe anybody was. You know, like like we've said the past couple months, the tag division has, has fallen a little bit. Yeah, there hasn't been fallen off. Yeah, it's Bucks FTR, Bucks FTR, Bucks FTR. There's other teams yeah. who are there, but the ones yeah, the <clears throat> ones prominent division. Maybe needs to find, uh, you know, what, 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 find itself again. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I see what you're saying, and uh, yeah, let's start building up some teams again. Sure. Yeah. Well, we I do. Mean, we do have a world tag. We do have a world uh, tag championships uh, match later on tonight. That's true. <clears throat> but before we get there, we got Swerve Strickland taking on Hangman Adam Page, and uh, a bit of a grudge match here. Swerve, a Seattle native, which was, or a Washington native, wherever we were. Yep. State of Washington. Uh, so the crowd was definitely favoring the local boy Swerve. Um, even booing Hangman 
which you rarely see. see that. Yeah, but in, but yeah. but as as uh, we were told, whose house it was in fact Swerve's house. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that. <clears throat> um, Hangman with the big moon salt to the floor, Liger bomb for a big near fall, but the crowd's just booing everything he does, cheering for Swerve after every hit. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, they fight to the top rope. Swerve knocks Page down. He's like hanging on the ropes. Swerve jumps with the big Swerve stomp, knocking him down to the mat. Crowd's just going wild for Swerve. He hits the house call, makes the pin, but Hangman kicks out. Uh, and then they go onto the steel steps. Page hits Swerve with a dead eye onto the stairs. Another crazy spot there. <clears throat> yeah. On yeah. Swerve's thick, beefy head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good thing he's got those dreads to yeah, good thing. absorb some of the blow. Good thing. Uh, Hangman goes for the buckshot lariat, but Swerve grabs him, slaps him. So Page resorts to biting Swerve's hand, which a very rare heel move from Page. Uh, well, whose house? Whose house are we in? Yeah, you know, he's got to do everything he can. But uh, yeah, so we continue. Swerve stomps away on Hangman's shoulders, hyperextends it. Page is hurt. Rolls to the floor. Doctors are checking on him, but Swerve just comes flying off the top rope with a Swerve Stomp on the apron. Vicious. Uh, Swerve's not done, though. He wants to do more damage. Does a 450 splash onto Hangman's arm and then applies a cross arm breaker. So Hangman's in trouble, but he manages to get out. So uh, Swerve goes for another Swerve Stomp. Page avoids. Hits Swerve with the Buckshot Lariat. But he hurt his own arm in the process, so he can't make the cover right away. And when he does, Prince Nana on the outside grabs Swerve's foot, puts it on the ropes to break the pin. But the ref catches him doing it, so he ejects him from ringside. But as the ref is busy dealing with this, this uh, Swerve smacks Paige in the head with Nana's crown. And then makes the cover, but Hangman kicks out. So we can't believe it. Swerve goes, he hits two house calls in a row. Kick to the head, and then the JML driver. And then finally, that gives him the pinfall. So a hard-fought win for Swerve Strickland. Swerve getting the win, and this this had a this had a big fight feel to it. The entire time yeah, also. This, this was, felt this felt like two dudes at the top of the division settling a score. And this wasn't even this was for pride <laughs> alone. This wasn't even for a, a championship of any kind. Yeah, no, but it was a damn good match. And uh, yeah, huge win for Swerve. Probably, probably the biggest of his career. Yeah, defeating a former world champion, top guy like that. So a top guy like that in uh, a big, big pay per view, home state. Yeah, yeah, good for Swerve. Good way to go, Swerve. It's your house. <laughs> Next, we got Ricky Stocks taking on Wheeler Yuta with uh, John Moxley on commentary. The first time we've seen him since. Suffering that concussion and mm -hmm. losing the international title, but you know it's the way to keep him on TV, I guess. So. Of course, he does. Uh, you know, he 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 brings in enough money. He brings in the money. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, this match was fine. Probably the least uh, interested of the ones on the show, but mm -hmm. you know, crowd still loves Ricky, even though he's a heel. They love cheering for him and. Uh, Big Bill at ringside. He attacks Wheeler behind the ref's back. Uh, 
And then Ricky ends up hitting the Rochambeau, gets the win. Rochambeau! It's <coughs> my impression of Excalibur doing it. Yeah, this is uh, this is standard for Ricky these days. Uh, he's poked himself up. I'm sure, you know, coming up on Collision, I'm sure we'll see his role in- increase even more. Yeah, you know, he was in line to fight for that fake world title, and now he's got to find something else to go for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happened to the fake world title, though? Why didn't someone else pick it up and go like, okay, now I have it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying. But, yeah. Next match, though, the one many people have been waiting for. We got Brian Danielson taking on Zack Sabre Jr. in a dream match. We've been waiting a couple years to see this in AEW. I mean, at least since the Forbidden Door 1, which I think that was the hoped-for match, and then... Danielson yeah, got hurt, I think, and then... Yeah. Uh, I think you thought this would be the main event. I was very in, I was very surprised. Yeah, here in Brian's hometown. Well, that's, exa- that's exactly Seattle. it, right? Like, this is Danielson in Washington. Yeah, but he, uh, he had the Seattle Seahawks colors on his gear and everything. And uh, Yeah, the match itself, just two master technicians going at it. Uh, I mean, yeah, also, there, no yeah, it's it's, it's nothing. It's nothing you'll ever see any uh, between any two other people. Yeah, forgot to mention though that final countdown did not appear. So, oh, I didn't. That two pay per view streak is over. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's okay. Anyways, yeah, just a master class technical match right off the bat. The crowd's chanting, "Holy shit!" And they're hyped and just. Yeah, non-stop submissions, limb work, chain wrestling, mat work. Every step of the way, they're just countering each other, mm-hmm. pulling out new holds, just one-upping. Things I've you'll uh, ne- I've never seen before. <laughs> before or since. Or, or will yeah. again. <laughs> and, of course, lots of stiff strikes, the chops. Uh, Brian, using only his left arm at first, trying not to damage that recently broken right arm, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Zach's like, come on, mate, use that one. So Brian obliges. Zach goes after the right arm, starts stomping on it, and just targets it for the rest of the match. Crowd's booing Zach for this. And uh, Brian hits a big butterfly suplex off the top, starts doing the yes kicks, the stomps to the head, goes for a boost psycho knee, but Zach counters with a European clutch with a beautiful Mr. Clean bridge. You're using all sorts of things I've never heard of before. I (laughs) yeah, the way like how do you he just like falls back and stands on his neck. I'm like, how do you do that? How does (laughs) the strength of that neck? Jesus. Uh, And then they're just yeah like doing one pin, reversing into another, flipping each other around, just going nuts. Crowd's going crazy. I'm going crazy. Uh, They get each other in a leg lock and they're just slapping each other's faces. Brian hits a Busaiko knee, but Zach kicks out. So Brian fires up the crowd, hits another Busaiko knee, makes the cover, gets the three. Brian Danielson wins a excellent match. Yeah. And which was another and, and like I like I said, I thought this would be in the main event. This this had main event feel written all over it. Yeah, the quality was certainly there. It just never uh, happened. Yeah, but we'll find out why yeah. at the end, but uh Brian offers a handshake, but Zack Sabre Jr. rolls out of the ring, does not accept. 
So Brian goes over and raises Aubrey's arm, getting her a nice pop. <laughs> and they hug. Is she also from Seattle or something? Probably. I'm not sure, but she was famously shown during Brian's Oh, yeah, during speech. his retirement speech. The yeah. crying girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they might have a connection over that. Uh, but, yeah, awesome match. Let's move along to the next one. We got some trios action. Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and Kota Abushi taking on the Don Callis family, which is Sammy Guevara, Will Ospreay, and Takeshita. Crowd hates Don. They're chanting, fuck you, Callis. And uh, Omega and Ospreay start the match, which gets a huge ovation from the crowd. We all know the magical things those two can do in the ring together. Yep. Magical. <laughs> but uh, Magical. But Sammy tags himself in early on to interrupt that and crowd chants, fuck you, Sammy. And yeah. And then we just get your standard six man. You know, everyone's taking their turns, jumping in, hitting their spots. Uh, Babushi gets a big pop when he tags in. Him and Kenny go on a roll together. Little golden lovers reunion. They hit stereo moonsaults to the floor. Uh, Takeshita hits a big... German suplex dropping Kenny right on his head. And then he does an even crazier roll through German suplex to Abushi, which drops him even more on his head. Just Kota Abushi, he's the master of landing on your head. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's teaching the class. Yeah. Uh, then Sammy hits a big shooting star press off the top rope to the floor. Crowd chants, you still suck. Uh, and then the Don Callis family just go on a roll. Sammy hits Jericho with a code breaker, but uh, Jericho kicks out at one. Then Kenny hits a V-trigger on Osprey, goes for one-winged angel, but uh, Osprey counters. And then Osprey hits the sky twister, the crazy corkscrew moonsault off the top rope to the floor. So we're getting pretty wild here. Jericho hits Osprey with a Judas effect. Uh, the ref checks on Osprey. Callus runs in, hits Jericho in the head with a baseball bat which allows Sammy to make the cover and get the three count. So Don Callis' family steal the win. Steals the win with Sammy Zayn, or sorry, not Sammy Guevara pinning Chris Jericho, <laughs> his former mentor. Probably definitely, I think, I yeah. think out of this little run of uh, Kota Ibushi, probably my, I think this was my favorite of his performances here in AW. Is that crazy? Yeah, Is that crazy? Gotten a little, gotten a little bit better with each match. Still not quite at the uh, the level as he was, but the level that we the level that we know that he can be. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, he looked good. The crowd's still into him. So, of well, of course, all good. It's a spectacle <clears throat> when he comes around. <laughs> Next match, we got FTR defending those AEW tag titles against Aussie Open, and these Aussies been getting a pretty good push. The last few months, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, even even in that loss at All In, it was a it was a big moment. So I think the crowd, you know, you can forgive something like that. Yeah, and they put up a real good fight here. We went over twenty minutes and just an old school style match. Uh, Aussies hit their awesome like toss up double power bomb move for a near fall, and uh, yeah, just a bunch of cool moves. Dak does his. Slingshot lagger bomb off the ropes. Aussies hit a doomsday device drop kick thing. And just a bunch of big near falls here. Yeah. FTR back and hit forth. the Yeah. 
FTR hit the power and glory, and then the Aussies steal FTR. Uh, they steal FTR's move. They hit the Shatter Machine, and then their finisher, the Coriolis. Uh, but Dax breaks the pin, and then a crazy spot when FTR hit a double spike pile driver on the apron. Fletcher uh, climbs up the turnbuckle. Dax runs up, launches him off right into cash for a super shatter machine. And that gets the pinfall, FTR win, retain. Great finish there with the super shatter machine. With the super shatter machine, and like you said, the Aussie Open getting a big, big push here. You know, probably, uh, probably maybe even anticipating Will Ospreay's permanent arrival, dare I even say. <clears throat> yeah. I think that is uh, only a matter of time before yeah, but we get that all elite graphic. Before the graphic comes out. But either way, Aussie Open really <coughs> looking good here in that, you know, maybe replenishing that tag division, adding a little bit of youth and some something <coughs> new. Yeah. No, I the, they've definitely been one of the top teams the last couple months. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind them. Ending up with those belts at some point. Yeah, just try it out. The Why the hell not? Yeah. If the guns can win it, then come on. And yeah, if the guns can do it, anyone can. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that. Let's move on to our main event. We've got the TNT title on the line in a two out of three falls match. Christian Cage defending against Darby Allen. Uh, a little bit surprising, as we said, to see this in the main event, but uh, we'll find mm -hmm. out at the end. I was, I was, I was also so. surprised. You know what? As soon as Brian Danielson came out. Yeah, but you know, this is, you know, the international title main event of the last pay per view. TNT. It's title cool. You know, well, that's exactly it, right? If, uh, if the if the heavyweight championship isn't going to be on the line, we might as well be focusing some of these smaller belts. Yeah, like uh, the TNT titles had a bit of a rough go over the last little while but this certainly helps it gain some prestige back yep so i'm happy for it but yes. anyways uh during darby's entrance he's got his skateboard he smashes it into the steel steps and it bounces back hits him in the face cuts his cheek open right off the before bat. the match has even started yeah right off the bat <laughs> he's bleeding uh and then yeah we just get into the match lots of heat for christian crowd loves darby early on christian goes for the kill switch Darby counters, he lifts, he unrolls Christian's turtleneck up over his head. Christian's blind, he can't see. Darby hits him with a jackknife pin, gets a three. So just like that, Darby's up one to nothing. One to nothing. Remember, folks, this is two out of three falls. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure if Christian's you were if you pissed. were sitting at home going like, oh my god, Darby won. <laughs> no, no. You'd be wrong. Not yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Christian's pissed, the crowd's chanting turtleneck. Uh, Darby hits a code red for a big two count. Christian fights back, and then he goes to the front row where Nick Wayne's mother is standing, watching. Uh, Christian starts trying to hit on her. So we all know, folks. Face. If you're a wrestler out there, leave your moms at home. If you're uh, going to be <laughs> anticipating being around Christian Cage, yeah, I mean, you know, she's probably around a similar age to him. And She's a good-looking woman, so oh, yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> Christian's a single man. Anyways, recently divorced. Uh, widowed, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, bit of a different story. But yeah. anyways, she throws the drink. Darby comes flying in. 
Uh, Darby hits a coffin drop to the floor, goes for another one back in the ring, but Christian gets the knees up. And then Christian pulls out the steel steps, suplexes Darby onto the steps, just spine first on the edge. Uh, but that wasn't enough, so he picks Darby again, power slams him off the apron onto these steps. Just goddamn. The spinal. Yeah, and it was like it, it was like there was no way to cover it up. It was just the the edge of the fucking stairs on his spine. Yeah. Like I tried like to look every there was, step. There was a couple angles, and I'm looking at this thing like this. Uh, this is impossible. <laughs> Darby just doesn't care. Darby doesn't He'll care. Take the pain. Yeah, so he's down on the floor, man. He's in big trouble. Medical staff come out to check on him, but Christian yells at the ref, "Count!" So the ref, you know, he has to. He counts. Gets all the way up to 10. So Darby is counted out. Christian wins the fall. Uh, we're tied one to one now. Mm-hmm. They bring out a stretcher for Darby. Uh, well, they're doing this. Christian just starts untying all the ropes. The ring canvas peels back the mat, exposes the wooden beams underneath. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. They start to wheel Darby off in the stretcher. Christian climbs up to the top rope, hits a frog splash onto Darby on the stretcher. And then Christian throws Darby back into the naked ring, hits Darby with a kill switch onto the exposed boards, makes the cover, but Darby kicks out. Crowd's going wild, chanting Darby. Christian puts Darby in his mentor stings, scorpion deathlock, but Darby gets to the rope. <clears throat> and then Darby has his comeback. He hits a scorpion death drop onto the wood, and then he hits a coffin drop, crushing Christian's head right into the wood. Uh, <clears throat> makes the cover, but Christian kicks out. So we're getting pretty crazy now. Uh, they fight to the top rope. Christian hits a sunset bomb onto the exposed ring. Goes for a spear. Darby moves out of the way. The ref gets hit, so he's out. Christian takes advantage. Uh, hits a low blow on Darby, and then he brings in the TNT title. To use as a weapon, but Nick Wayne runs in, snatches the belt away. Christian chases him around. But then Nick and Darby corner Christian. Darby tells Nick, hit him. Nick says, this is for me. This is for my mom. This is for my dad. And then he turns and nails Darby with the title. Why, Nick? His You're a kid. Stunned. You don't understand. Yeah, his mom was just shocked. How <sighs> can you do this? My baby boy. My baby boy. What are they doing to my boy? <laughs> So the crowd all boos. Christian pulls the ref over as he covers Darby. <coughs> ref counts to three. Christian scores his second fall, wins the match, retains the title. Wow. <coughs> Just like that, yeah. And this was our fourth 20-plus minute match of the night. Uh, really reminiscent to, you know, a, a New Japan style of show. And all the all, they, all, they all filled all of those 20 minutes with matches. You know, with good yeah. quality. Hot matches, hot crowd. Yes. <clears throat> Agreed. Uh, but we're not quite done there. So Christian celebrates. He hugs Nick Wayne. They both start to beat up Darby some more. When Sting comes out to help Darby. <clears throat> but then Luchasaurus comes out. So Sting's getting triple teamed. They get the chairs. They set Sting up for the concerto when the lights shut out. And then we get a little feature presentation cinematic on the screen. We cut to some uh, some dude in a leather jacket. 
getting into a hot rod and start driving down to the arena. Uh, and then we get back to the arena and we hear, you think you know me? Followed by the classic Metalingus, Alter Bridge. That's Edge's music. Um, he's here. Here in AEW, Adam Copeland. Wow. Just like that. Just like that. I was Mere days. I, I was hugely surprised. This was a huge moment. <laughs> yeah, it was big. I had heard some rumors, but you know, they're just rumors. Well, of course, the um, rumors are going to be, you know, he's done with WWE. What's next? Yeah. I know. I think briefly you and I, I uh, even chatted like he's literally done everything you could ever possibly do in WWE. <clears throat> Does he make the move uh, just to do something more? You know, wrestlers want to be able to do more. Jericho, Sting, Christian. Yep. Now Adam Copeland. Honestly. Like, these are all performers who can, like, I love wrestling. I, you know, it's a business. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to cheer for you more or less because you're in one company. And, uh, word is that his WWE contract officially expired the day before this wow. pay-per-view. So they <laughs> came together quick. Tony Khan put down the money to get the music and everything, which is, you know, WWE doesn't own that song, so it's fair game. That's a good point. And I bet Alder Bridge, they're just kind of, like, I bet they bank on the once a year lump sum payment that they get for uh, <laughs> for for the music. Yeah. No, I've heard Edge's buddies with them and basically like, yeah, where you go, we go. So. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They don't give uh, a fuck about it. <laughs> they're following Copeland. <laughs> yeah. The only thing they did, they re-recorded the You Think You Know Me. At the beginning, which... Yes, I overheard that's, that's actually Beth Phoenix's voice. Yeah, which is cool. Cool for her. Does that mean that, wonder... that, mean that she's next? I was going to say, I'm not sure of her contractual situation with... She's on one of those WWE, like, Legends deals or whatever, but... Yeah, but I'm sure when the time comes, if she's able, the, she can certainly make oh, an appearance. Of, of course she would. <clears throat> but either way, yeah, Adam Copeland's here. Uh, the crowd's going nuts. Uh, chanting holy shit they they call him the rated r superstar as well which is very surprising that uh they got that trademark yeah apparently uh they gave they would have given up the trademark or something and then uh so like you can take that with you yeah either way uh yeah so crowd's going nuts uh he gets in the ring with christian uh he holds his hand out Christian hands in the chair. Adam cocks back, ready to hit a concerto on Sting, but then he turns and hits Nick Wayne, throws the chair at Luchasaurus's head, and then spears Lucha onto the chair, and then a spear to Wayne onto the chair. Uh, and Christian sneaks off with his title to avoid any damage from Mr. Copeland, but they have a big stare down from the ramp as Darby recovers, shakes hands, Sting does the same, so we go off the air with the three baby faces. Standing tall in the ring. Wow, never thought you'd see it, eh? I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it, and uh, I'm gonna try to call him just call him Copeland, just because we have a lot of Adams, uh, Adam Cole, Adam <laughs> Copeland, a lot of Adams. Adam Page. I'm sure there's another Adam yeah. I'm not thinking of. Uh, so I, yeah, I'm gonna try to just go forward and say Copeland. Maybe maybe you can yeah. kind of reinforce that with me. <laughs> I'll try. I'm sure there'll be a lot of edges thrown in there still. Exactly, yeah, Just which is which is only natural. I think Jim Ross even called him Edge. And then Excalibur's like, Adam Copeland. 
Yeah, but he called but he called him Daniel Bryan and he said <laughs> yeah, we've uh, all done it. he's he no he no but I think specifically JR has done it for every single debut. He called him like Daniel Bryan, oh, yeah. he called Ruby Soho. Ruby Riot. Yeah, Ruby Riot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christ. That's, but that was yeah. the entirety of Wrestle Dream and explaining probably why that Christian Cage match was the finale. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure if any circumstances were different, it would have been uh, that da- that Brian Danielson match. But hey, that's uh, God. That's one hour of pay per view reviews, Mike. We should take a break. Yeah, let's do. That. Let's take a break and come back with some short ass version of the next part because we have more pay per view action on the horizon. So you're gonna want to stick around. Here with the second half of the show, folks. That's what we're doing. Well, uh, thanks for sticking out through the break. We are back. Gosh, what a first half there! And um, we've seen this a couple times now, where you know the, the like the NXT shows and the AEW shows have gone not head to head, but they both compete in the same weekend. Yeah, and <clears throat> we're just—I'm so fucking thankful. Ever, like it's we've had these consistently great shows uh, from the NXT brand when they're trying to battle it out and I don't give a shit about battling if battling it out means I get to watch two great professional wrestling pay-per-views then fucking battle away <laughs> hell yeah I'm still gonna see it when you come to town so I'm doing my part I subscribe to you on YouTube and I'm gonna pay when you come to town what else can I do Mike I'm 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 32. I can't I I can't suddenly explain a, a, a an AW Funko Pop collection. I'm past that point, Mike. <laughs> I mean, if it interests you, you can you know nothing wrong with. I'm not no. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm saying I'm past the point to have started it. You don't start oh. an AW Funko Pop collection at 20 at 32. You start it at you know earlier on in your life and you collect them. I mean, they've only been around four years, so it's easier to start them than WWE. That's know? a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. I never thought about easier it. Easier to catch up on. Never thought about it. Anyways, let's uh, move on here through the show. So we're already looking at a. We're already looking at some good time here on the podcast. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to toss this here your way. How's this sound? Let's cover. Let's cover the exciting action from our week. Before we eventually get into our Fastlane preview. Because Fastlane is coming up this weekend, folks. Don't forget it. John Cena is going to be there. He's on the poster. That's right. <laughs> so, Mike, what about what about uh, what about that? Some 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 exciting news from our from our front half of the week before we dive into this Fastlane show. Uh yeah, I guess one of the big things, uh, John Cena, as you said, the poster boy, he's going to have a tag match against the Bloodline. He was without a partner, but then on SmackDown, we finally found out that uh, L.A. Knight yeah. coming to Cena's aid. Yeah, so huge opportunity for Knight getting that John Cena rub and uh, <laughs> possibly main eventing Fastlane with with this match we'll see do we think he'll get the uh the john cena holding your wrist li- raising your hand do we think he'll get that treatment <laughs> if they win yeah okay which they should they which they by all accounts 100 percent should <laughs> yeah 
Uh, anyways, over on Raw, we got Rhea Ripley coming back after a couple weeks of being away. After Everyone Nia Jax took her out, her. don't forget. Yeah, so that happened. She came to straighten things out with the Judgment Day. She didn't just come to straighten uh, things with the Judgment Day. She came sprinting down that fucking ramp. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, we got, I guess, the big match on Raw, Gunther. Defending the Intercontinental Title against Champa. Well, if you want to talk, if you want to talk twenty-minute matches, we've just been talking about them all fucking night. This was another one. Yeah, which I mean, Gunther, we can expect, but Tommaso Ciampa does not get these opportunities on the main event or on the main roster. And if and you've been follow, if you've been follow, and main event, <laughs> yeah, the twenty-minute main event matches that are just fucking bangers. If, now, if you've been following Tommaso Ciampa like us for many years, we know what he's capable of, given the time. We know these things. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, but but so. to see it here on the main roster, in that main event spot, against one of your, t- uh, you know, one of the top champions here on the planet Earth, dare I say. Absolutely. One of the top title reigns ever with this. I mean, it's the record-setting intercontinental title. Yeah, take that, yeah. honky-tonk man, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, so they had a real good match. Ciampa got a bunch of near falls, uh, but eventually succumbs to Gunther mm-hmm. after he hits a big power bomb. The deep sleeper hold, Ciampa passes out, so Gunther retains. Uh, great showing by Ciampa. Like you said, that's the guy we knew yeah. back in NXT. That's who we know, the pre-neck surgery Ciampa. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, Imperium, they all jump in. They beat up Ciampa. Uh, but then we get the return of Johnny Gargano. Runs down, makes a save, clears the ring. So after all these months, we finally have DIY reunited. Well, I mean, uh, and he, he debuted at about this time last year when we were attending the Monday Night Raw, sh- Monday Night Raw show ourselves. It was about this time-ish, right? Maybe September? Um, you know, so, so within one year, he's had a a debut and a return. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So hopefully this, uh, good sign for the tag division. Get these two in in the mix. Oh, a, a DIY reunion. Yeah. That sounds about right. You know, the tag team belts do need to, we keep saying it. The tag team belts need to separate at one point. Yeah. Or at least make a new. A new thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, Over on NXT, we had Becky Lynch coming out, celebrating her win. She's looking for her next opponent. Uh, So, yeah, we'll have a... We have a triple threat match to determine that. Indy Hartwell, Roxanne Perez, Laya Valkyria. So Indy Hartwell's back. In NXT, after doing pretty much nothing, <laughs> after pretty much doing nothing. Well, I think that I, it, it is worth noting. I think you had maybe suggested uh, last week on the show that a, a a Becky Lynch win would mean a Jade Cargill debut. Never happened. Didn't happen, but uh, yeah, they did. That was another thing they showed on Raw and SmackDown was just announcing the signing and hyping her up a bit. So yeah, she's coming in with hype. I'm sure we'll see her probably by the end of the month, um, sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I think Not so. Sure what show? Yeah, I, I wonder where. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I think it's main roster debut, but we'll see. Yeah, probably, but 
Anyways, so we had that triple threat to determine the woman's uh, number one contender. It ended up going. Kiana James runs out, uh, attacks Roxanne Perez. And she was about to win. So back in the ring, Lyra Valkyria hits a top rope splash and gets a three count. So Lyra earning herself a title shot. That championship opportunity, the Becky bump. The Becky bump. <laughs> and Bex T. And Bex T. Yeah, buy the shirt. It's up there. I saw a lot of people wearing it. Yeah, it's got, looks like a lemon for some reason. Yeah, why? I Well, yeah, why we, is that? We haven't that? figured that part out yeah. yet. <laughs> uh, and then later, <laughs> backstage, Kiana is asked why she attacked Roxanne. And, uh, yeah, Roxanne wants to fight her, but Kiana made a phone call. If Roxanne wants to face her, she's going to have to go through someone else first. Asuka. Asuka's coming back. roster visitor. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Well, there'll be some more big announcements, too. But uh, we did start this NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. Yeah. It's a bunch of young rookies. We had one match. Kalani Jordan defeated a newcomer, Izzy Dame. But they both look good, so. Working on that. Mm -hmm. uh, but main, main, main event here on NXT was yeah, uh, have, was actually the rematch for that North American Championship. Yeah, just days after losing the title, Dominic's getting another shot. Uh, just a good match, picking up where they left off at No Mercy. But this time, Rhea is in Dominic's corner. And then later on, Damian Priest, Finn Balor come out as well. So all this... Extra stuff going on. Uh, and then JD McDonough as well. So just way too much shit for. Uh, for yeah, we still we with. still don't know what JD McDonough's exact thing is, but he's definitely here supporting Dom. Yeah, I mean, he's helped the group plenty of times, but Priest doesn't want to let him in yet. But no. anyways, eventually Finn Balor, the ref's distracted. He hits Trick in the head with a tag title. Dominic hits the frog splash, makes the cover, gets the three. So Dominic, once again, only a few days later, North American champion. Too bad, yeah. What, what may have happened to Mustafa Ali? We don't know. I mean, this may have always been the plan. Have him lose it just to win it back. Well, we'll never know for sure. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so the Judgment Day celebrate, but then Paul Heyman appears on the screen. Because uh, next week, Carmelo Hayes is facing Braun Breaker. And so another big announcement happened earlier in the show when Carmelo Hayes announced that next week John Cena is coming to NXT. John uh, Cena, Becky Lynch, Oscar. Yeah. So John Cena will be in Carmelo's corner next week. And if that wasn't enough, they also announced Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes? <laughs> what? What's Hickenbottom got cooking up? He's go he's going for a million. He's going for a million viewers. Wow. Next Tuesday. Wow. Uh so Cody's gonna make a major announcement. So Cody Rhodes, John Cena, Asuka. They're all gonna be here next week. Paul Heyman. Uh, yeah, just a stacked lineup for next week. But Mike, this is all coming off of the heels. The, the retaliation, as it were, Mike, uh, after AEW announcing that um, there is a special Tuesday night edition of Dynamite due to MLB playoffs. 
-hmm. And Adam Copeland will be debuting on this title Tuesday, taking on Luchasaurus for, I think, like a a shot at the T or like there's some kind of bracket tournament that'll be happening. Yeah, something. But, uh, yeah, some counter programming there. All that for Uh, Little Old Edge? Really? You got to bring in... What the one of the <coughs> most commercially successful performers of all time? Just for just for, <laughs> just for Copeland. Well, I mean, they've been bringing main roster guys all. Yeah, I guess they had the, the luxury, months, you know, that you're, you're, when you're if you're able to do so. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, John Cena, he's just here to be in someone's corner, but that can easily lead to an angle and to a match, first ever match in NXT for him. Or Cody, depending on what his big announcement is. Yeah, depending on what the announcement is. Uh, yeah, what's his announcement? I'm yeah. coming to NXT. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe something to do with the Dusty Cup. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That would, that would make sense. Uh, but uh, either, way. I, either way, it's going to be a stacked show on that uh, on that Tuesday. <laughs> so let's get to the uh, the other part of that. What will that, that, that Tuesday will be? Of course, Dynamite. Show kicked off with this international championship match, Ray Fenix and Nick Jackson. They, and if you, we've seen these boys before, do we? Do you even say anything? Uh well, I'll also mentioned this was the fourth anniversary. Oh special yes, fourth anniversary. AEW, so time flies. But yeah, Phoenix Jackson international title. Uh yeah, like you said, just we know what to expect. Just high flying, fast paced action, crowds loving it. Uh yeah, just a bunch of big fun moves. Um, Nick hits a solo BTE trigger, but it's not enough. Phoenix kicks out. Phoenix goes for the Phoenix driver. Nick counters into a pin, but Phoenix rolls back into his own pin. Gets the three, so Phoenix wins, retains the belts. Yeah, pretty good match. As he should, as he should. <laughs> it was uh, bless you. It was nice to see, nice to see Phoenix uh, and Jackson here in these in these solo competitions. Yeah. Keeping the spirit of this international title alive. Exactly. The spirit, of, this, this, the spirit of it. I like that. Yeah. Um, we had. Well, I was going to say, I was, well, I, I was going to say there was a, uh, a big, the, our big promo moment of the night. Of course, I think uh, Juice Robinson and the, 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 the guns had come out to talk yeah. about. Cause, uh, cause of course, like we said, this, this devil mask. Was it stolen? Yeah, Did MJF attack Jay White uh, last week? MJF comes out to to tell us that some jabroni broke into his fucking locker. Must have. It's the only answer. Yeah. He's claiming this was not him. And, you know, there was three other guys in black that we still don't know the identity of. But uh, anyways, MJF's fired up. He wants a fight. Jay White ends up coming out, attacks him from behind, hits the Blade Runner. Picks up the world title, and then he challenges MJF to defend the belt at full gear. MJF accepts, so we're we're finally getting a world title match on the pay per view. Finally getting a world championship match. Finally, Jay White is getting that world title match. Um, after yeah, that as well. When did he debut here in AEW? Uh, it was before Collision, but then Collision is when he started to really get. Oh, it was way it was going. way before collision. Like maybe March, February. Something yeah. Like okay. Okay. So, but so we are rounding up on close to a year. We're we're, we're getting. I, I, we'll be. He'll be a year in AW before we know it. Yeah. So that should be a good match. Mm-hmm. 
I, I, I do yeah. want to say um, a highlight for me on this particular show of Dynamite, Mike, um, Timeless Tony Storm with a, <laughs> uh, right. a full backstage pre-tape moment there with fellow Canadian RJ City. Yeah. And kind of mm-hmm. concluded their series of interviews they've been doing. And yeah, at the end, she just freaks out and starts repeating i'm timeless i'm timeless yeah i don't think it's so over we... i think rj city will be more present here uh in this part of the division but we did get the match uh where the timeless tony storm taking on uh sky blue and we're full on we're full new we had this black and white intro with that kind yeah. of bioshock Grand style entrance. sound and feel yeah great entrance uh her makeup is now all smeared mm-hmm. just looking even more crazy uh then a good little match sky blue as well she was sprayed with the black mist a little while ago she, she was a little bit different not quite her chipper happy she's normally a chipper one. yeah she's normally the a smiley one yeah but uh timeless tony ends up hitting that vicious hip attack in the corner yeah she, she can still do that zero. she can still do that oh yeah so nice win for tony uh, and then the final segment, we had the Rated R Superstar, Adam Copeland, coming out. Big pop. Crowd loves him. He's just happy to be here in AEW. He still has world title ambitions, but, you know, a lot of first-time matchups he wants to do as well. Guys like Moxley, Hobbs, Jay White, etc. I don't know why he threw Hobbs uh, in there. <laughs> I feel like there would be... Uh, I mean, I know, I know what you're saying, but yeah. I feel like, you know, you're like Kenny Omega right <laughs> off the bat. Uh, Will Ospreay, yeah, white off, right off, like there's a couple right off the bat. MJF, so. yeah, good point. But anyways, he says a little while Orange ago Cassidy? he asked his daughters. Sorry, again, probably just stick with heels for now. But uh, <laughs> Copeland, he says he asked his daughters if he should retire, and one of them said, uh, "Go have fun with Uncle Jay." Christian Cage's name. Christian comes out. Adam says, you know, we've been friends for 40 years, but I don't know. I don't like what you're uh, trying to do, what you're trying to do to sting the, with the concerto. But it's time for the first time since 2011. It's time for the two of them to team up again to show this generation why we're one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So let's do it. Let's end our careers together. Crowd chance one more time. Christian opens his arms. They hug. But then Christian says, go fuck yourself, walks off. And I had to find the clip outside of the stream that I was watching. It, 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 <laughs> I, it, it cut off. There, and there was a couple audio issues throughout this uh, throughout this episode. Um, including, yeah, including they, a whole they had seg- to replay a whole... whole replay a whole segment. Um, and I was wondering if it was yeah. just my stream, you know, like that kind of thing. Uh, go yeah. fuck yourself! Oh my god, I wish <laughs> I was there. Why couldn't we have? Why couldn't that have been the Toronto <laughs> show? You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Either way, so Christian walks off. Crowd chants, "Asshole!" Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne, come out. Stand by Christian, and they just kind of stare down Copeland. That's how we end the show, and uh, yeah, like you said, we'll get Adam Copeland's official in-ring debut on Tuesday against Luchasaurus. So, so yeah, the, yeah, and I'm sure that 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 sounds like it could probably even be our uh, our kickoff to the show. Uh, start off with a could bang, be, I think, yeah. 
either that or the main event, you would think, one or the other. Yeah, one or the other. Uh, so that was the entirety of the wrestling week. Let's bring you over here to that uh, pay-per-view here on the weekend. Of course, we're talking WWE Fastlane. Live from Indianapolis, Indiana, the field house, home of the Indiana Pacers. Indy, uh, Indy. Indy, Indy, baby. What about <laughs> that women's championship? Io Sky is our champion. Don't forget. She's taking on Asuka and Charlotte Flair. Asuka, recent NXT graduate or, gra- or NXT uh, <laughs> fail out or something. Um, we've seen every- we've seen all the combinations of this match and just throwing. We do this all the time. We throw Charlotte Flair into a match that she has no business being in, but it, it, it it's not going to make it any worse. Charlotte Flair only makes matches better, and we've seen this in Triple Threats. Uh, forever unless she wins <laughs> in which case we achieved the goal so like it's a win-win no. either charlotte flair gets put in the match and then she puts on a great match or she wins and then we all win not me but uh, <laughs> hopefully let's keep it on eo yeah it's uh she won it uh, it feels like longer ago than she's had time to work with it i really don't feel yeah, like she's had time to really work with it ago. yeah probably so, uh, yeah, let's retain here and uh, have some fun. Have some fun with it in the future. What about the uh, the yeah. tag team championship, the undisputed tag teams? Uh, the Judgment Day defending against Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Now, this is, uh, this, this is interesting here. The two top baby faces over here at Raw certainly can't take an L. Uh, I mean, you can't trust the Judgment Day, though. No. JD McDonald's going to be around there somewhere, and... Who knows what else? Rhea Ripley's not fighting on the card, so she'll be there as well, probably. Yeah, she'll be waiting in the wings, yes. I'm sure. You can never, uh, I guess, maybe, is it just who takes the pin? Cody or Jay? Maybe. I mean, they could also have a surprise win. A short title reign wouldn't be too surprising. Yeah, but, why not? You know, they could do what Dominic did, lose the belts, win him back. Who knows? Yeah. Six-man tag action. <coughs> Latino world order. Taking on Bobby Lashley, the Street Profits. Could be some good stuff. Yeah, Could be some know. good stuff here. The newest, uh, maybe short of the Judgment Day, you know, the bloodline is broken up. These two are probably fighting to be one of the top factions here in WWE. Yeah, at least over on SmackDown there. Uh Probably give it to Lashley and the Street Profits. They're, they're you know, yeah, they're two. They're coming up exactly. We need uh, we need these guys to come up. The L, the LWO the Carmelo ha- Hayes, Carmelo yeah. Hayes appearance. A fantastic addition, either to Carmelo Hayes or Trick Will <laughs> a, 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 and Trick Williams, and either or. or yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- this could be a great opportunity for them. LWO. They already had the best selling shirt on uh, WWE Shop, so let these guys <laughs> have a chance. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's only fair. What about this last man standing match for our heavyweight championship? Seth Rollins taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. I just don't know. I just don't know. I feel like every time, and this has happened between this championship, and it certainly happened between the WWE championship and Roman's reign, I have said to myself, now's the time. Now's the time. And it hasn't been the fucking time. So I don't don't know what to think anymore (laughs) with these heavyweight championships. I said that too with Balor and with Nakamura. We said it with Balor. Said we said Nakamura, Nakamura but... and then with you. We said it with we said it with Drew. We said it with Sammy, yeah. kind of, but like imagine. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, I mean Nakamura, you know, the AJ Styles feud, the Jinder Mahal feud. He never won. Let's find. Yeah, you gotta let him have it at some point. This world title. I would know. Like Seth Rollins is already a Hall of Famer. We don't need to give him any more flowers. Yeah. You know, like he can, he can do the job. Do the job, Seth. Which brings us to our and main. Event. Been, <laughs> what are you well, saying? yeah, they've been building up an excuse for him for months now. They got the back thing, so they can play right into that. Be with your daughter. No Seth. shame in losing with a broken back. Be with your daughter. Yeah. Go hang out with Rue. Which brings us to our main event, like you uh, maybe had suggested earlier on in the night. John Cena and LA Knight taking on the Bloodline. Paul Heyman will be there, of course. Uh, two of the la- two of the top baby faces. I mean, I guess Johnny C- John Cena steps onto the f- on, on, onto the floor. He is a top baby face. So yeah, there's a chance these <laughs> these could be our top two baby faces here, at least on SmackDown. Yeah. Cena's here for at least a couple months, it seems. So Well, now that the writer's uh, strike is over, the actors are going back to the table next week. <laughs> uh, so we will see after that. We will see. Well, they got to write, though. It takes some time to write. Stuff. No, there are a lot of stuff. I mean, just like just like the show, just like the movie that Jess was on or is on or whatever. Like, they're just waiting for the strike to be over. Like, they're good. That The actors know the lines. The well, people are hired. The sets are built. Let's just fucking go. I'm sure John Cena can make both work. I sure as heck uh, hope so. And yeah, let's hope him and Knight get the win. Mm-hmm. Keep things going. Give LA Knight his first taste of the main event. Big win. Yeah, hopefully. yeah, the big scene there on the main event. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, and, I hope so. Uh, Do we think any shenanigans here? Roman Reigns showing up? I think that's the most likely option. Bring this pay-per-view, yeah, you know, man. a real uh, level of excitement. Yeah, I think we haven't even seen Roman since SummerSlam. So we're getting, you know, he's got to come back. We're going to Saudi soon. He's gonna we're going to Saudi there. soon, exactly. I think he is the one that maybe comes in and screws it up, uh, you know, for, you know, maybe. If we're going to Saudi, what do we got? Cena Roman or LA Knight Roman? We got one of the two. So he's going to come in at the yeah. end of the match and fuck it over for one of the boys. Yeah. I think I Cena. See that. I, I would say Cena more than LA Knight. Uh, uh, it's hard to say. LA Knight's real hot. But I think the but, LA Knight heat, yeah. maybe. I mean, John Cena's still a bigger name overall. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just the bigger name to put on the fucking, the poster, the marquee, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or you can go triple threat and get everyone on, but who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, or or do that. Yeah, I mean, either option. And I'm also assuming probably on SmackDown we'll get at least one more match. They usually have six matches per card these days. Okay. So, so yeah, we'll fill that out. We'll round. Yeah, we'll round it out. Okay, that makes sense. That is yeah. the entirety of the Fast Lane show. So let's just bring you. Let's bring you one more thing. Of course, we got a wrestler of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week. I am going to one of the two pay-per-views. <laughs> narrowing it down 
It was a pay-per-view <laughs> that was on Saturday. Narrowing it down. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving it to Ilya Dragunov this week. I think that was a... I think that was pretty close. That that might be pretty close to a five-star match for me. I think... Yeah, it's... I think... Give me another week to think about it. <laughs> uh, I, I will decided. I will report back to you. I need to watch some clips over again. You know, I think there's a certain amount of like clip rewatchability that needs to happen there too. Uh we might also yeah. we might also talk about that Danielson match, but Ilya Dragunov, the, the incredible what an incredible performer. Um yeah, that's all that's all yeah. I got to say about. What else can you say about the kid? Yeah. I'll make it unanimous. Wow. Ilya Dragunov when he's in the ring, it's not even like he, he looks like he's in an actual fight. Like this is real to him. This is real to him. Is. Yeah. <laughs> how hard he hits. Yeah. And, and, and hard hits. with that athleticism. And you know me, Mike, I'm a sucker for a wrestler who doesn't wear knee pads. And Ilya Dragunov <laughs> just click, just hits all those buttons. Yeah, you know that H-bomb off the top rope with no knee pads? That's got to hurt. You're landing straight on your kneecap. Right? Yeah. Fuck. So. What a, yeah, awesome what what match. what a great weekend and it'll be a great uh it'll be a great show this weekend here too on Fastlane. And that's all the time we have. Thank you for listening everybody. Of course, you can rate, review, like, subscribe. The show's everywhere. We'll be back next week covering all the action from Fastlane and is 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 was that actually a five-star match? I guess we're going to figure that out too. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We will see. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. And Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next week.